Welcome to Golden Gems with Dave Shaw and Bill Hansen. We review each week the career and personal life of one of the great unforgettable artists of the golden days of radio. So please join with us on a trip down memory lane as we take a look at today's artist. Then go to our website, www.goldengems.net, where we will also look at more of their career and play some of their most unforgettable great hits, which we are unable to share on the podcast. We invite you to join us there also. But for now, sit back and relax as we talk about the life of today's unforgettable artist of the golden days of radio. Welcome to Golden Gems. This is Dave and Bill featuring again today another podcast on one of the great artists of the golden age of radio, Ann Murray. Morna Ann Murray was born on June 20th, 1945. She is a Canadian singer. Her albums consisting primarily of pop, country, and adult contemporary music have sold over 55 million copies worldwide during her 40-year career. Morna Ann Murray was born in the coal mining town of Spring Hill, Nova Scotia, to Dr. and Mrs. James Carson Murray. Her father was the town's physician. Her mother, Marion, Margaret Murray, was a registered nurse who focused her life on raising her family and community charity work. Murray has five brothers. Murray's father died of leukemia, age 72, in 1980. Her mother died on April 10, 2006, age 92, after a series of strokes during heart surgery. After expressing an early interest in music, she studied piano for six years. By 15, she was taking voice lessons. Every Saturday morning, she took a bus ride from Spring Hill to Tatamaguchee, Nova Scotia, for singing lessons. One of her earliest performances was of the song Ave Maria at her high school graduation in 1962. Following high school, Murray attended Mount Sinai Vincent University in Halifax for one year. She later studied physical education at University of New Brunswick in Fredericton. After receiving her degree in 1966, she taught physical education at a high school in Summerside, Prince Edward Island for one year. In 1965, Murray appeared on the University of New Brunswick student project record, The Groove. She sang two songs on the record, Unchained Melody and Little Bit of Soap. While there, she was encouraged to audition for the 1960s CBC musical variety TV show, Sing Along Jubilee, but was not offered a singing position. After a summer of singing in local venues across the Maritimes, Murray began teaching physical education at the high school in Summerside, Prince Edward Island. After one year of teaching, she was cast to Sing Along Jubilee. As a regular member of the Sing Along Jubilee cast, Murray appeared on the Sing Along Jubilee Volume 3 soundtrack and our family album, the Sing Along Jubilee cast records, released by ARC Records. The show's musical director, Brian Ahern, advised Murray that she should move to Toronto and record a solo album. Her first album, What About Me?, was produced by Ahern in Toronto 
and released in 1968 on the ARC label. What About Me, the lead single and title cut on her debut album, was written by Scott McKenzie and was a sizable Canadian radio hit. The project covered songs by Joni Mitchell, Ken Tobias, and John Denver. After a year-long stint on ARC, Murray switched to Capitol Records in 1969 to record her second album, This Way Is My Way, which was released in the fall of 1969. It featured the single that launched her career, Snowbird, which became a number one hit in Canada. Snowbird became a surprise hit in the U.S. charts as well, reaching number eight on the Billboard Hot 100 in 1970. It was also the first of her eight number one adult contemporary hits. Snowbird was the first gold record ever given to a Canadian artist in the United States. RIAA certified gold on November 16, 1970. As one of the most successful female artists at that time, she became in demand for several television appearances in Canada and the United States, eventually becoming a regular on the hit U.S. television series The Glen Campbell Good Time Hour. After the success of Snowbird, she had a number of subsequent singles that charted both pop and country simultaneously. She performed O Canada at the first American League baseball game played in Canada on April 7, 1977, when the Toronto Blue Jays played the Chicago White Sox at Exhibition Stadium. She reprised the Canadian national anthem prior to the first World Series game held in Canada, Game 3 of the 1992 World Series at the Sky Dome. Following the last game at Maple Leaf Gardens, she concluded the arena's closing ceremony by singing the Maple Leaf Forever at center ice, wearing a Toronto Maple Leafs jersey. Murray was a celebrity corporate spokeswoman for The Bay, and she also did commercials and sang the company jingle, You Can Count on the Commerce, for the Canadian Imperial Bank of Commerce. Murray's last Hot 100 hit was Now and Forever, You and Me, from 1986. It was also her last number one on both the American and Canadian country charts. On December 26, 2004, Murray joined other Canadian music stars in the Canada for Asia Telethon, a three-hour tsunami relief concert broadcast on CBC Television on January 13, 2005, to support CARE Canada's efforts, Brian Adams and Murray closed the show with a duet, What Would It Take? On October 10, 2007, Murray announced that she would embark on her final major tour. She toured in February and March 2008 in the U.S. on the Coast to Coast One Last Time Tour followed by a run in April and May in Canada. Murray's final public concert was held at the Sony Center in Toronto on May 23, 2008. Anne-Marie Duet's Friends and Legends was released in November 2007 in Canada and January 2008 in the U.S. The album comprised 17 tracks that included many of Murray's biggest hits over her four-decade career. 
Anne-Marie Duet's Friends and Legends was recorded in four cities, Toronto, Nashville, New York, and Los Angeles. According to Billboard magazine, the album reached number two on the Canadian pop album charts and was certified double platinum in Canada after merely two months, representing sales of over 200,000 units. The album was the second highest debuting CD on the Billboard Top 200 Albums Chart for the week ending February 2nd, 2008. It entered the chart at number 42, making it her highest charting U.S. CD release since 1999's What a Wonderful World. Also for the week ending February 2nd, 2008, the CD debuted at number 8 on Billboard's Top Country Albums Chart and at number three on its top internet albums chart. Murray was nominated for the 2008 Juno Award for Album of the Year and Pop Album of the Year. Murray's album, What a Wonderful World, was re-released in July 2008 in North America as a 14-song package. A new Christmas album titled Anne Murray's Christmas Album with bonus DVD was released in October 2008. Sony BMG Music also released an Elvis Presley Christmas album titled Christmas Duets on October 14, 2008, featuring a virtual duet of Silver Bells with Murray. On February 12, 2010, Murray was one of eight Canadians who carried the Olympic flag during the opening ceremonies of the 21 Olympic Winter Games in Vancouver. Murray has had five highly rated U.S. specials on CBS, over 40 million viewers each, and several Canadian specials on CBC, including Anne Murray in Nova Scotia, Intimate Evening with Anne Murray, Anne Murray RSVP, A Special Anne Murray Christmas, Legends and Friends, Greatest Hits 2, What a Wonderful World, Ladies Night Show, Anne Murray in Walt Disney World, and Anne Murray's Classic Christmas. Her 2008 television special, Family Christmas, garnered a 43% share on CBC with 4.2 million viewers. Well, she was one busy woman with all of those appearances. In addition to which, she appeared on the Johnny Cash Show, The Bobby Vinton Show, Solid Gold, Sesame Street, The Muppet Show, Family Guy, Saturday Night Live, The Tonight Show starring Jeremy Carson, Dean Martin Summer Show, Sing Along Jubilee, Dinah, The Today Show, Dolly, The Mike Douglas Show, Christmas in Washington, Boston Pops, the Helen Reddy Show, The Oprah Winfrey Show, 2020, Perry Como's Christmas in New Mexico, The Glen Campbell Good Time Hour, Night of a Hundred Stars, Live with Regis and Kathy Lee, The Pat Sajak Show, Royal Canadian Air Force, and Good Morning America. Her 2005 CBC special, Anne Murray, The Music of My Life, broke ratings records for Thursday night, with more than 7 million Canadian viewers tuned in. 
She also appeared on ABC TV's American Bandstand and on regional U.S. dance and variety programs. With all of that, one has to begin to wonder if she had any kind of a personal life. In 2009, Murray released her autobiography, All of Me, and embarked on a 15-city book signing tour starting in Nashville on October 27, 2009 and ending in Ottawa on November 24th of that year. The tour also included a special in-conversation interview with Michael Posner at the International Festival of Authors in Toronto on October 30th, 2009. Murray married Bill Langstroh, music producer and longtime host of Sing Along Jubilee in 1975. They have two children, William, born in 1976, and Dawn, born in 1979, a singer, songwriter, and artist who has recorded with her mother a number of times, including the duet Let There Be Love in 1999 for Murray's What a Wonderful World album. Murray and Dawn were featured in a mother-daughter duet of Nobody Loves Me Like You Do on Murray's hit 2008 U.S. CD, released in late 2007 in Canada. Anne Murray duets, Friends and Legends, Murray and Langstroth separated in 1997 and divorced the following year. Langstroth then died in May of 2013. In January 1998, Anne and Don performed at a benefit concert for Sheena's Place, an eating disorder treatment center in Toronto. Both have spoken publicly about Dawn's struggle with anorexia nervosa, which developed when she was 10 years old. Dawn has since sought treatment and continues to pursue a career in music. Murray has lived in Markham, Ontario since the late 1970s. Murray has always kept ties with her hometown, Spring Hill, Nova Scotia, located about an hour east of Moncton, New Brunswick and two hours north of Halifax, Nova Scotia. The Anne-Marie Center, located in Spring Hill, opened on July 28, 1989, and houses a collection of memorabilia from both her personal life and professional career in a series of displays. A registered Canadian charity, the Center aims to foster tourism in the area and promote awareness of the music of Nova Scotia and Canada. All the revenue generated from its operation is used to provide employment for local people and for its ongoing maintenance. Murray was involved in the construction of the Dr. Carson and Marion Murray Community Center in Spring Hill, Nova Scotia. She served as the honorary chair of the fundraising campaign to replace the town arena that collapsed after a peewee hockey game in 2002. Well, that's interesting. They must have been really hitting the goals there. Named for her parents, the Dr. Carson and Marion Murray Community Center Sports, an NHL-size ice sheet was seating for 800 people. A walking track, multi-purpose room, community room was seating for up to 300, and a gym. The Dr. Carson and Marion Murray Community Center has become an integral part of the Spring Hill community 
since opening on September 15, 2004. Murray has also been involved in a variety of charitable organizations. In addition to being the honorary national chairperson of the Canadian Save the Children Fund, she has served as a spokeswoman for many charities throughout her career, most recently Colon Cancer Canada. On May 20, 2009, Colon Cancer Canada launched the inaugural Anne Murray Charity Golf Classic. Over $150,000 was raised through the event. A longtime golf enthusiast, Murray made history in October 2003 at the Turning Stone Resort and Casino in Verona, New York, by becoming the first woman to score a hole-in-one on the 108-yard par-3 17th hole at the Calliot Golf Club. On May 11, 2007, Golf for Women magazine named Murray the world's best female celebrity golfer, noting her 11 handicap. Ann Murray is the winner of four Grammys, including one in the pop category, three American Music Awards, three CMA Awards, and a record 24 Juno Awards. In 1995, Murray received a Governor General's Performing Arts Award for Lifetime Artistic Achievement, Canada's highest honor in the performing arts. Murray was ranked number 24 in Country Music Television's 40 Greatest Women of Country Music in the year 2002. Murray was invested as the Officer of the Order of Canada in 1975 and promoted to Companion of the Order of Canada in 1984, the second highest honor that can be awarded to a Canadian civilian. She was also one of the first recipients of the newly established Order of Nova Scotia in 2002. On June 20, 2007, Canada Post issued a limited edition Anne Murray stamp. Murray was the first Canadian female solo singer to reach number one on the U.S. charts and also the first to earn a gold record for one of her signature songs, Snowbird, in 1970. She's often cited as one of the female Canadian artists who paved the way for other international Canadian success stories, such as Celine Dion and Shania Twain. She's also the first woman and the first Canadian to win Album of the Year at the 1984 Country Music Association Awards for her Gold Plus 1983 album, A Little Good News. Murray has received four Grammys, a record 24 Junos, three American Music Awards, three Country Music Association Awards, and three Canadian Country Music Association Awards. She's been inducted into the Canadian Country Music Hall of Fame, the Juno Hall of Fame, the Canadian Songwriters Hall of Fame, and the Canadian Broadcast Hall of Fame. She's a member of the Country Music Hall of Fame Walkway of Stars in Nashville and has her own star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame in Los Angeles and on Canada's Walk of Fame in Toronto. In 2011, Billboard ranked her 10th on their list of the 50 biggest adult contemporary artists ever. What a wonderful life. What a wonderful woman. What a wonderful singer. Glad to have you with us here today on Golden Gems. 
as we reviewed the life of Anne Murray. Bill and Dave here today, going through Anne Murray with you, and I hope that you've enjoyed it. Look forward to being with you on another edition of Golden Gems as we review the greatest artists of the golden days of radio. Thanks for being with us today. We hope you're having as much enjoyment as we are reliving some of the unforgettable memories from the golden days of radio. To learn more about the career of today's artist and listen to several of their greatest hits, we invite you to go to our website, www.goldengems.net. May we also encourage you to tell your friends about the show. We would love to have them join us in these little trips down memory lane. And as always, we invite your feedback or comments on goldengemsradio at gmail.com. So until next episode, this is Dave and Bill heading back into the archives to dust off some more unforgettable memories to share with you on Golden Gems. <laughs>